Good morning. This is Long Island Morning Edition on 88.3 WLIW-FM, heard in Western Suffolk on 96.9 FM. I'm Michael Mackey. From taxpayers who say they've been overcharged for infrastructure upgrades to a mother who alleges the county's neglect led to her son's death to a motorist challenging traffic ticket fees. Plaintiffs are seeking more than a billion dollars in legal claims filed against Suffolk County over the past 15 years. Vera Chidesi reports on Newsday.com that the county estimates will pay much less than that, a total of $615.6 million, mostly by settling the lawsuits. Municipalities often settle for less than what plaintiffs seek rather than either side risk losing a jury trial or a judge potentially tossing some cases. Some of the larger settlements in recent years have been tied to allegations of law enforcement misconduct. In December, the county agreed to pay $12.8 million to Rodolfo Taylor, a former resident who spent nearly 26 years incarcerated for a string of gas station robberies and later had his conviction overturned. Newsday has submitted a Freedom of Information request for the amount Suffolk County paid last year in total claims. The largest pending claims are over the county's use of super funds and fees that have been added to traffic violations, including a $30 administrative fee for red light camera tickets. Some fear future payouts could erode Suffolk's $1 billion in reserves, particularly since several lawsuits have languished for years with no resolution. The Economic Opportunity Council of Suffolk, Inc., the longstanding operator of the Montauk Child Care Center, has announced why it decided to discontinue its contract to operate the facility effective May 3rd. Lisa Finn reports on Patch.com that since its establishment in 2006, the Montauk Child Care Center has been providing essential child care services to the community. The EOC said, despite a strong commitment and concerted efforts to maintain the center, EOC of Suffolk has faced escalating operational costs, particularly in staffing, compounded by the recent national surge in inflation. Additionally, the center has consistently operated under the required enrollment levels for sustainability, said the EOC. Quote, the cumulative effect of these factors has led to a financial deficit that is no longer viable. Adrian Fassett, president and CEO of EOC of Suffolk, said this decision was not made lightly and we understand the impact it will have on area families and the community at large. The town of East Hampton said last week that it would be issuing a request for proposals to identify a new operator of a child care facility there. Tania Campbell, 29, who was arrested by East Hampton Town Police in Montauk on June 27, 2019, after murdering her twin toddlers, was sentenced yesterday to 20 years to life in state prison for the killings. T.E. McMorrow reports on 27East.com that prosecutor Frank Schroeder addressed the court before Suffolk County Justice Richard Ambrose pronounced the sentence. He said that normally it is a murder victim's mother who addresses the court before sentencing. In this case, it is the victim's mother who did the killing. So who speaks for the two-year-olds, Jada and Jasmine? 
Jada and Jasmine were smothered by their mother in Montauk after she covered their mouths and noses. Southhold has embarked on a mapping project to better understand flood-prone areas in town and establish detours that are not also underwater. Maps can also help first responders during evacuations and rescues. The 2024 budget includes $100,000 toward a coastal resiliency action plan. There are 210 miles of coastline in Southhold and more than 1,100 homes and businesses in the flood zone. Tara Smith reports on Newsday.com that the town of Southhold recently began a project to map flood-prone areas to help residents better prepare for emergencies and plan longer-term solutions. Goodwin is leading the project with town engineer Michael Collins and John Sepinoski, who heads the town's Geographic Information Systems Department. The mapping project is the first step toward a larger coastal resiliency plan. Southhold Town Supervisor Al Kropsky said the project will pinpoint safe alternate routes drivers can use to get where they're going but not drive through standing water, said Supervisor Krupski. The map can also be a useful tool for first responders if rescues are needed, officials said. Civic leaders have pledged support, saying action is overdue. Southhold is a little behind the eight ball, but at least they've got it on their priority list, said Kutchog Civic Association Vice President Dave Bergen, whose family has lived on Nassau Point for four generations. There's got to be some major changes in these communities, Bergen said. If not, they're one storm away from having their homes being destroyed. Riverhead school officials criticized New York Governor Kathy Hochul's executive budget last week for proposing changes to foundation aid, the primary source of state funding for public schools, by changing how the aid is allocated and eliminating the hold harmless policy, which guarantees school districts receive as much foundation aid funding as they did the year before. Alec Lewis reports on RiverheadLocal.com that the change would give districts like Riverhead, quote, less than what we should be getting, according to Riverhead Central School District administrators, and that Governor Hochul's budget would unilaterally change the foundation aid formula that has been used for decades. Hochul's 2024-25 budget proposal would increase the Riverhead School District's total state aid by $3.3 million to $80.4 million, a 4.3% increase over the 2023-24 total aid, according to data published by the New York State Education Department detailing the governor's proposal. Riverhead Foundation aid would increase from $57.5 to $58.9 million, Many school districts on the East End have aid being decreased. LTV Studios and the Eastville Community Historical Society will celebrate Black History Month by hosting two educational live multimedia lecture events in February. LTV and Eastville will host two programs at LTV Studios, 75 Industrial Road in Wainscott, both free and open to the public. The first presentation is this coming Saturday at 7 p.m. on Groundbreaking Black Comedians. It'll showcase Godfrey Cambridge, Red Fox, Dick Gregory, Flip Wilson, Nipsey Russell, Richard Pryor, Bill Cosby, and Eddie Murphy. 
The Sidney Poitier story is the second program set for Sunday, February 25th at 7 p.m. in the LTV studios in Wainscott. Don't wait for the groundhog. A pair of forecasts is already saying there's a chance for an early spring. Using very different methodology, both the Old Farmer's Almanac and the National Weather Service's Climate Prediction Center have called for above-average temperatures in the months ahead, which sounds pretty good after yesterday's highs in the 30s and chilly winds. John Asbury reports on Newsday.com that the National Weather Service's forecast, based on scientific weather models and the influence of the El Nino global climate pattern in the Atlantic, calls for temperatures to be above normal in the next three months. But that doesn't mean Long Island is in the clear yet, as it historically marks its average for the highest snowfall from February through March. Seasonal forecasting is tricky. A forecast is usually about a week in advance, but subtle differences in conditions can lead to different outcomes, said Dominic Ramuti, a meteorologist with the Weather Service in Upton, Long Island. As we go into the spring, the El Nino system begins to weaken, and we could see subtle effects that could bring above normal temperatures. That's not to say we're not going to get any snow or cold air and above normal precipitation, he said. The old farmer's almanac, which says it derives forecasts from a secret formula, combining sunspots, prevailing weather patterns, and 30-year meteorological statistical averages, also predicts a warmer and early spring. This has been Long Island Local News on Long Island's only NPR station, WLIW-FM. I'm Michael Mackey.